Hey everyone, welcome back to Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop with your host, Kathy Belletti. Today is going to be a lot of fun because we are talking about everything marketing and advertising, especially when it comes to higher education. Okay, we all know that unless your student was given a phone number directly to your school, our students are looking online to research their next opportunity. The problem is, are your students excited or are they going, what, what, what's happening? And then moving on to the next school. So here to school you guys today and help walk me through this conversation, I have Ms. Jamie Hornbuckle. She is the vice president for 3E Content Strategy with 3 Enrollment Marketing Inc. Hey, Jamie. Kathy, thanks for having me today. I'm really excited about the conversation. Absolutely. Me too. Definitely my pleasure. So Jamie, talk to us. What intrigued you to get into the marketing space, specifically with higher education? Well, I think um, higher education has always been really close to my heart. Um, most people that work in higher ed, I think, can relate to this. It's really like a true passion. It's part of the mission that you feel. Mm -hmm. um, I truly saw it as a realm where transformation takes place and it, mm -hmm. it can take place on a daily basis. Um, I believe the greatest tool of social justice and equity in the world is education and, and higher education and access to higher education is part of that. Um, it can truly change lives, families mm -hmm. and communities. Um, I entered marketing in, in higher ed because I believe in the power of storytelling um, in in getting the right fit students to the right fit institution. And I think that is so critical in the space. Um, it's, you know, I, I think because universities and colleges change lives, I wanted to be at the forefront of sharing those stories. Um, getting, getting the right students to the right place was really critically important because it, it can just make such a difference um, in people's lives. Um, and I think spending time in higher ed for, for nearly 24 years, um, I miss being on a higher ed campus in many ways, it was so rewarding and being able to interact with the students personally. Um, but at the same time, um, now getting to work at, at 3E, um, really the chance to impact the trajectory of so many more lives and the mm -hmm. success institutions, um, just enjoying that part as well. Love it. I, I love that you said the right fit because I think that's what's missing in a lot of institutions, colleges, and universities, especially when it comes to the potential student. You know, everything is so focused around the enrollment, right? Are we just looking for enrollments or are we looking for graduates who are really going to be able to get out there and do what they are destined to do? You know, so finding that right fit is very critical. And it starts at the very beginning before you even get to admissions. It starts with marketing. Absolutely. Okay. So my question, what do you love most about your work? Talk to us a little bit about what you do over at 3E Marketing. Yeah, so I, what I love most, uh, I think probably the first answer started to address that is that impact um, because you have the potential to, to change lives. And, and we're not marketing a product. Um, we're promoting opportunity. We're promoting growth. We're promoting transformation. Um, that said, I think in terms of challenges, um, it's that transformation that's also difficult um, mm -hmm. when you're when you're in the space. I love the challenge of staying up to date with so many things. And I think that's something kind of you and I have have seen and, and kind of chatted about mm -hmm. um, able to keep up with that. You know, the, the world is constantly changing, but enrollment and enrollment marketing, the goals are the same. 
But mm-hmm. if you don't stay up to date with everything else, you're going to fall behind quickly. And I think that is um, that's that's part of the fun uh, while it's a, while it's a challenge at the same time. Mm-hmm. That is so true. So what do you think is really critical for schools to know when it comes to marketing and advertising? So I think, you know, this sounds a little um, I think it's it's talked about so much that it sounds simple, but authenticity uh-huh. Uh, and being really genuine. And I know it's a word that's thrown around a lot, uh, like I said, but you really truly have to embrace it. Uh, I think it goes back to that fit part. Um, mm-hmm. you know, not not to be afraid of being authentic or to dance around it. Um, prospective students are incredibly adept um, at the technology. They can sniff out the BS. They have BS meters. Um, mm-hmm. They have a, a real disdain for overt mar- marketing like you and like me, they just want to be talked to as people. Mm-hmm. Um, they're making a really critical decision. And I think when a, a, when reaching out to those those students, um, you really have to, have, there's a fine line there. Um, it's about understanding. It's about empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the expertise of, of marketing as well. Um, so it's, it's really essential for schools to understand and articulate what's unique about them mm-hmm. and how that right for that student um, and in a very authentic way for, for the student to understand. Interesting. When it comes to the advertising piece, do you guys normally, let's say, put yourself in the student's shoes? Because we know our student, right? A lot of them are struggling financially. Some of them have no idea how to get to the next level. Is your marketing like really, um, like if someone is reading it, they can picture themselves in their 100%. shoes? 100%. Examples of that? Mm-hmm. So how we approach persona is not so much from demographics per se, Mm -hmm. but really about the questions, the journey the student is on, where they are in that journey and what questions they need answered. They may not know what questions to ask. They may, you know, higher ed is so great um, at talking in our own words. Um, And it is not necessarily the language that people outside of academia would use. Um, and so you really have to step back and say, OK, what would a prospective student say or what might they be thinking or what do they need to know and really put yourself in the, in the shoes? It's, you know, for me, it really does come down to empathy uh, and being able to understand where a student is in the journey and what it is they need at that point. That is so true, because I think sometimes um, when schools are trying to advertise, they get so carried away with their school. You know, we've been on the top 10, okay? We're known for X, Y, and Z. But a lot of the students, they're like, okay, yeah, I've heard that before. I've been there. All right, I totally get it. Your school is amazing, right? (laughs) But how is that going to help me in my situation? And the problem is a lot of schools can't answer that because they're not speaking the student's language, you know? And it's hard. Yeah, that's really hard. And I think without stepping back and really, you know, I think listening is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, to this as well, understanding the mindset, again, understanding the challenges the students are facing. Um, I think, uh, I think back to, to conversation I, I had, you know, probably 10 or 15 years ago about websites. Um, you know, it's, they can be vomitous. Um, they, we put so much information out there and you want to say, well, I put it on the website. Why didn't, any, why couldn't somebody understand it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you're saying things that you want to tell people about your institution many mm-hmm. times, and that's great. But you're, again, not thinking about it necessarily from the point of view of the student. 
Uh, what is it that a student wants to know? What is it that the student, where is the question? What, what are you answering for this student? Okay. Um, and I do think you know, those whys, the top, the top reasons, that's excellent. Um, those are excellent things to get people interested in the school, but that is not going to close the door for you. Um, it yeah. really is a personal connection with the student and, and getting them to feel that, that this is the right fit, that this they belong um, and that they're going to achieve the outcome that they want um, at this institution. You know what? I think sometimes people forget that they were students, too. Sure. So, like uh, if you were to go back to school, what are some of the things that you would be looking for on the website? You know, there's always been the discrepancy when it comes to tuition, whether tuition should be listed on the website, whether it shouldn't. That's always been a battle. And I'm on two sides of that, because sometimes you can put the tuition up there because of transparency. Right. Certainly. But I also believe that when a student is looking at a number, the only thing that they're picturing is I can't afford that. I do not have that in my bank account, but you haven't even had the opportunity to build value. A hundred percent. Have the students say, you know what, that's worth me trying to make that investment. So it's kind of like. And there's so much involved around affordability and value, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, a number is a number. And then, then there are so many things around um, discount rates or, or scholarships or aid. Um, that will bring that number down? Or, you know, what is the true value of this degree to you? Um, exactly. What is it that you are going to put into it? But what are you getting out? Um, and being able to have that conversation. So, you know, numbers tell part of a story. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, when we get to that one size fits all messaging just doesn't work. Um, you know, and I think it's it's great talking about tuition um, to be able to have if you're having to, you know, put it, tuition on the website, being able to have student narratives around that. Um, right. So if you have a page that has the tuition listed. Maybe you have a student quote. Maybe you have a student testimonial about this is what this meant for me. Mm -hmm. This is what the outcome was for me. Um, so you at least connect it to the human side of it. I love that because what happens sometimes is if you look at a number, some students may not even give you the opportunity to reach out to them. They see it and they're like abandoned ship. They leave yeah. the website and they're just searching for numbers that they think is affordable to them. But if 100%. they see a number and there's a student testimonial backing it that says, hey, when I first saw the tuition on the website, I was freaking out. However, I think that's going to be able to relate to that same student who's looking at that tuition and going, how am I going to be able to do that? <laughs> right. This is possible and this is how and this is what you'll achieve. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's that outcome that's so important too. Um, being able to tie, you know, we also have to understand that this is a huge investment. It's a huge yeah. investment of time, of money, of resources, of, of what they maybe they feel that they're giving up uh -huh. um, and and what they're getting out of it. Um, and sometimes I think we just take for granted in higher ed that, you know, we know that this is a great investment. Uh -huh. Why don't why don't you know? Um, and, uh -huh. and it's a story you have to tell. Exactly. So, you know, Jamie, we always laugh about the don'ts <laughs> that schools <laughs> need to avoid. Right. And it's so funny sure. because a, a lot of times I would be looking at different schools websites. Right. And I'm looking at the stock photos and okay. everything on their website. And then sometimes later on, I would be watching a commercial with my husband and I'm like, wait a minute. I've seen that same stock photo on like five different websites. Earlier today, please talk to us about some of the don'ts 
that's yeah. aware of. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's already spoken about being authentic, and I think that's a big part of it, right? Uh -huh. um, it's, a, it's a tight walk. Um, I think one of the biggest don'ts I see in nearly every school do is, and you've hit on it with the stock photos, um, I really recommend people stay away from stock photos as much as possible. Um, and sometimes it is impossible. I, I get that. Uh, sometimes you're looking for something, you have a new program that's coming on board, um, and you don't have that photo yet. Yeah, I get it. Um, but as soon as you can make that happen, make it happen on your campus. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the, the classic for me is the three in a tree photo, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we've laughed about. You know, um, you pick a tree on campus, you stage a photo of three students. It's probably two girls and a guy or two white students and a student of color because we want to make sure that we're representing diversity. Exactly. Um, and this looks totally inauthentic. They've got to be holding textbooks and smiling and, and looking at each other. And every school has this photo. I mean, all you got to do is switch out the the sweatshirt or the t-shirt, uh -huh. um, whatever kid it is. Um, every view book that you open, every website you go to has this photo. Um, students know, I mean, if, there's nothing that, that says that, that you're distinct in mm -hmm. any way about this particular photo. Um, I get you want to say your campus is pretty, mm -hmm. um, but there are other ways to do that, right? I mean, yeah. there are other ways to do that. Um, really, your your message, your ad or photo should be authentic. We're going back to that authenticity mm -hmm. again. Um, be in places where students are going to be naturally mm -hmm. um, and, and show your campus in that light. Show how they're going to fit in that environment. Show mm -hmm. what they're experience. My campus experience, I didn't sit with two other people under a tree with, with a textbook and, and point and laugh. I mean, I don't think that is probably a common experience. Uh -huh. um, and everyone knows that. So, and, and I think one of the fears for, for people on, on campuses is, you know, well, if we do this photo, it's only going to appeal to a small group of students. That's totally okay. Mm -hmm. You only have to appeal to a small group of students at a time. You want this 10%, you want this 10%, you want this 10%. It's going to add up. You want to show students, they want to be represented. They want to feel that they belong. And it may be that weird, that one weird photo that you don't think is going to appeal to everybody. It mm -hmm. shouldn't. It truly yeah. shouldn't appeal to everybody. Um, exactly. Because you have all kinds of students and you have all kinds of variances. Um, and it's and so you been mixed too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I think that for me is is a getaway, break out of the box. Mm -hmm. um, think about it the way you know. Think about the way the students experience what they're seeing on social media. Um, it's these are not the photos that they want to see. Um, think about it from the terms of of catching somebody taking a a selfie on your campus. That's so that take you. Know, that is that shows that they are proud to be there, that they are mm -hmm. excited to be there, and it is a moment that is relatable. Yes, uh, that that is very important. Here's the thing: it confuses students when everyone has that same picture with the sweatshirt by the tree. Because if you're looking at six different schools, you're like, "Wait a minute, which school am I up to?" Because I keep seeing the same type of advertisement. The only difference is the name of the school on the sweatshirt. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know it's the same, and and. And you see it so often, you're like, okay, well, 
is this just the same photo? And, and they really truly are just switching, you know, switching the sweatshirt out. Mm -hmm. um, and it can't help. It can't help a student decide what's different about you. It exactly. says nothing about your school at all. At all. And here's yeah. what's interesting. When I used to be on campus touring students, a lot of times, some of the questions that I would get is, where's your lunchroom? <laughs> where's the cafeteria? You know, is there a hangout spot to, you know, where if I'm taking a break, I could go outside and study? Like, those are the type of pictures that I don't think a lot of schools think about because it's not academic, you know? But at the same time, this is what your students are into. For someone Absolutely. to take a selfie, their friends are on their social media. So we already know that this population, they want to be represented in a certain way because they care about image. So if people Absolutely. are taking selfies, that's saying that they're enjoying their experience. 100%. And, you know, I think that is the experience is the full student experience and being mm -hmm. able to represent that. Again, going back to a student wants to be able to see themselves mm -hmm. um, at, at your institution. Um, and so you have to provide enough different opportunities mm -hmm. for someone to see themselves there. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any turnoffs um, specifically that you can think of? Like, for instance, when I'm searching a website, if it's these long paragraphs, okay, like 10 fonts, I'm immediately like, next yeah. website, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So we have like, basically right now, I like to say you have about a three second attention span to deal with. It's a hook point by Brendan Kane. Um, he talks about having three seconds to get someone's attention. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is definitely true. Um, I think we'd be lucky to have three seconds um, many times mm -hmm. um, before they are like, eh, I don't, this is too much. Um, and they go somewhere else when it comes to a website or, or something you've posted. Um I like to talk about snackable content, mm -hmm. um, whether it be in bullets, really, really mm -hmm. short, um, keeping things concise, uh, making sure you get your, your point across very clearly and quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and if they want more, take them somewhere else to get more. Um, it really is about providing exactly what they're looking for quickly, letting them digest it. And then if they need more, being able to provide additional context and additional information if they go deeper, um, whether it be from email to a landing page or from a, a website to a different web page for that additional context, um, they'll explore if you keep their attention. That's true. What about like videos and photos of students in class, especially when it comes to some of the hands-on programs? Yeah, I think, um, well, video is, is so vital. Um, you know, I think um, being able to see the experience is so vital. Um, I think the the one thing that schools um, do wrong there uh, is is think that they are producing some sort of documentary um, about, you know, whatever program it is. Um, and we do want things to be nice and, and, and clean and uh, represent the school well. But really, again, it's about the storytelling and getting a student to be able to see themselves in whatever experience it is that you're showcasing. They shouldn't be more than three to five minutes long. I mean, you know, you could get some that are like 30 minutes. You're never going to have a student. Um, <laughs> never. Um, show the highlights. Show a student. Um, have a student narrate it. Um, you know, a, a student really needs to be the center of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we also, in higher ed, 
like to showcase our alums um, and what they've experienced in our academic programs, but we tend to pick people that have been out 20 or 25 years um, because they have perhaps progressed the farthest in their careers. Mm-hmm. I think while that is great and we certainly want to celebrate our alums, those are people that these students can't relate to. Um, they want to see what I'm going to do when I graduate. Mm-hmm. They want to know what they're going to do, you know, six months after I get out of this program, mm-hmm. not six years from now or, or certainly not 20 years from now. Exactly. Um, so being able to talk about, you know, the immediate outcome for me, uh, whether it be in the video or, or the photos, um, they need to see some immediate action um, from their academic program. That's very important because even when students are enrolling in programs, one of the challenges is they can't see the end result, which is why sometimes there's so much friction with the advisors trying to inspire them. So imagine a student watching a video from someone who did this 25 years ago. Um, They're thinking, okay, I have a long way to go to be that successful. Absolutely. You know, and it's great to have that and to be able to say, okay, I can do that someday, Mm -hmm. but they don't. Many students just don't want to go to college anyway. Why do I want to spend four years doing this right now? You know, so it's got to be it's got to be as quick as possible. All right. Mm-hmm. What am I going to see when I when I graduate? Yeah. Um, then we'll then we'll get to twenty years from now. Um, exactly. Yeah. I like to see videos that include challenges also because I think sometimes colleges may feel that all of the students coming in they have it all together. They have all of the family support. Everyone is backing them. But really and truly, especially nowadays, that's really not our student, whether you're talking about traditional or non-traditional. So having a testimonial with someone who's showcasing the struggle that they had getting into school and during their process, but then them still pushing through and making it to the finish line. I think that's very important, too. So I think, you know, and I... I have moved away from saying non-traditional because I almost think that every student now, what we what we used to call a non-traditional student is, is almost every student now mm-hmm. um, because so many students have so many more responsibilities. I, I, I think of, you know, the difference in 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, so many more students have family responsibilities. So many more students have jo- additional job responsibilities, maybe coming in working two or three jobs. Um, and I think we neglect, to, just what to your point, there are, there are many challenges um, that students overcome. And it's, it's both through their own personal perseverance mm-hmm. um, and commitment, but through the support that a school can, can provide. Um, and I think it's really important to highlight that kind of support, whether it be academic or professional career guidance or mm-hmm. um, the, the kind of resources that you wrap around students are, are critically important to highlight as well. Absolutely. So if you had to give advice to schools who are like really trying to attract, you know, more quality students, connect, you know, and some of the schools who are out there struggling and they're spending thousands of dollars on marketing and they're seeing like little to no return, what advice would you give them? I would say they need to return to their why, Mm -hmm. Um, because to me, that sounds like they don't understand their own why. Um, I'm a big, big um, advocate of Simon Sinek's um, Golden Circle um, mm-hmm. and always start with why. And I think the question, sometimes when you have um, the disease, we treat symptoms, but we don't ever go back to the to the root cause. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think sometimes rather than 
than being the best version of our institution. We try to be a, a mediocre version of a different mm -hmm. institution. Um, and you can market if, if it's not true. If, if you're not being true to whatever it is you're saying, um, if your value proposition that you're putting out there and then the experience doesn't match, uh, mm -hmm. no matter how much marketing you do, um, it's not going to work. So I think a big part of it is is really um, twofold, making sure that the value proposition is, is true to your institution mm -hmm. and then making sure that your tactics are, are modern and speaking to these to the right students. Um, it, it is it's, it's kind of a, a double edged sword um, and you could fall in either bucket or both. Yeah. Yeah. I, so for some reason, I'm envisioning a website that just has the word why written at the top. You know, it, it's funny. I have an admissions training program. So in one of the lessons, I have something called the toddler effect. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is when you're trying to communicate with a potential student, you think of a toddler, every single thing that you say, they're like, why, why? And the thing is, what we don't realize as adults is as we're explaining and they keep asking why, we're actually still coming up with responses. Certainly. And people don't realize that. It's the same thing with the students. You know, you keep asking that question and it's forcing them to dig and really think about, well, why is this important to me? Why am I making this move? Why am I looking for a career change? So that is very important. I love that. Start with the why. Always start with why. And I think that's both personal and at, at your institutional level. Mm -hmm. um, I think answering the why, you're answering the why for your institution. And if you, if you can answer the why for your institution, you can answer it for your students. There you go. Um, and that is what's, what's important. Absolutely. Well, Jamie, I have a fun question. Okay. All right. So if you were looking at your 10-year-old self in the mirror, what would you tell her to avoid? Oh, well, she would look much like this, but without glasses and darker hair. <laughs> but I, I would tell her to avoid the trap of perfectionism, I think. Mm. Um. That's something I've, I've dealt with since I was very young. Um, perfection haunted me for, for most of my life. Um, I think it's the enemy of good. Mm -hmm. um, and we get trapped in it. Um, but it's more important to be, to be genuine and to make genuine efforts, um, to be able to accept and to learn from your mistakes. Um, I think, um, and then to continually grow. Uh, and I, th I think it's too easy um, to get trapped in, in perfectionism. I I'd also say use your voice when you can um, to advocate for others um, and to learn to let things go, um, not to carry things that aren't yours to carry. I love that. I love that. I think that's going to help a lot of people because there are a lot of us who are still struggling with those three points, especially when it comes to, you know, letting things go and professionalism, because it stops you from moving forward, you know? <laughs> so I definitely love that. Before we go, Jamie, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Um, yeah. So I think, you know, it kind of related to the 10 year old self question and going back to being authentic, I think, 
Um, it is so important to bring your authentic self to the table and to the work that you do. Um, and so I think my last thought would be to encourage people to, to be who they are, um, to bring their authentic self um, to the table um, at their institution. And when they work with students, um, to always start with why, um, to ask that question. And to remember that ultimately at the end of the day, the work that they do um, impacts lives. Um, and that is that is really at the heart of, of what we do. Absolutely. I love it. Well, uh, Dr. Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today. I definitely hope to have you back soon, but it was definitely a fun exciting and very insightful conversation. So thank you so much for joining us today, Jamie. Thank you, Kathy. Absolutely. And thank you all for tuning in once again. I look forward to seeing you the next time. Bye. I really hope that you enjoyed that episode. I have been working diligently to bring awareness to career schools. There's so much that they have to offer our students and our community. Every single role within the admissions process is critical, whether you're a part of the admissions team, financial aid, career services, academics, everyone deserves a voice. Admissions is the first point of contact for your school. So you want to ensure that you have a team who exudes confidence, passion, and a clear understanding of effective communication with our potential students. I totally understand the pain of missed class starts, low appointment and enrollment conversions, and this is why I created Next Level Admissions Training by Motivate with KAT. This platform is a step-by-step -step process, and it is going to train your new and tenured advisors in every single step of the enrollment process to ensure that our students are inspired, and they're ready and prepared to start class. Admissions is not easy. It can be very challenging, but it's definitely worth it. So if you're ready to take your school to the next level, head on over to lessons.motivatewithkat.com and check out Next Level Admissions.